everybody. Welcome to the Game Before the Money podcast. This episode, a five minutes of football history edition. How Lamar Hunt and Hank Stram built the Kansas City Chiefs. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Game Before the Money podcast. I'm Jackson Michael, author of The Game Before the Money, Voices of the Men Who Built the NFL, and writer-director of We Were the Oilers, The Love You Blue Era. Both are available at Amazon.com, as well as my new book, Red, White, and Columbia Blue, Chasing the Dream with the 1979 Houston Oilers. You can learn more about those projects and more about football history at the website, thegamebeforethemoney.com. This episode is a quick five minutes of football history edition to share some finer points of how Lamar Hunt built the Kansas City Chiefs along with Hank Stram. There are some really simple but important connections to point out in this story, and I hope to do that for you today. We'll start off with a little bit about Lamar Hunt's background and probably really surprised some of you with a big coincidence. Lamar Hunt grew up in a very wealthy family. They sent him to the Culver Academies, a boarding school in Culver, Indiana. And here is a pro football nugget for you. Houston Oilers founder Bud Adams also graduated from Culver in Culver, Indiana. Adams was a few years older than Lamar Hunt, but they did attend the same prep school. Even more incredible is that Major League Baseball owners George Steinbrenner of the Yankees and Walter O'Malley of the Dodgers also went to Culver. So maybe if you're thinking about raising a child to become an iconic professional sports owner, Culver Academies in Culver, Indiana sounds like a place to start. Lamar Hunt's education is going to tie deeper into the story as we get into the founding of the Kansas City Chiefs franchise. Many of you probably know that the Chiefs started in Dallas as the Dallas Texans. Owner-founder Lamar Hunt hired Hank Stram as the team's head coach. He didn't hire Hank Stram out of the blue, however. Lamar Hunt went to college at SMU and actually was on the football team. He might have played more, but he was behind the great Raymond Barry on the depth chart. Forrest Gregg, another Hall of Famer, was also on that team. And you can hear Raymond Barry talk about his memories of Lamar Hunt on the Raymond Barry episode of our sister podcast, the Texas Sports Hall of Fame podcast. There's also a blog post about Raymond Barry and Lamar Hunt at SMU on thegamebeforethemoney.com and the Texas Sports Hall of Fame podcast is available there as well. The big connection from Hunt's days at SMU and the Kansas City Chiefs is that Hank Stram served as an assistant football coach at SMU in 1956. That connection put Stram on Lamar Hunt's coaching radar. There are several connections between Hunt's alma mater SMU, which is located in Dallas, and his forming of the team 
now known as the Kansas City Chiefs. The team's first athletic trainer was also someone that Hunt knew from SMU. Another thing to note is that SMU played football in the Southwest Conference. Players from Southwest Conference schools made up a good portion of the team's original roster. One of those players was Cotton Davidson from Baylor. He was the Dallas Texans' original starting quarterback. Cotton was a former first-round draft pick of the Baltimore Colts, who also ended up being drafted into the U.S. Army. Now, those of you who have read the book, The Game Before the Money, also know that while Cotton Davidson served in the military, the Colts signed a kid named Johnny Unitas to play quarterback in his absence. Needless to say, Cotton didn't have a starting job when he returned to the Colts, but he did get a chance with Lamar Hunt's Dallas Texans and was their quarterback in 1960 and 1961. Cotton Davidson did a fine job in both seasons, leading them to a winning record in 1960 and was named to the AFL All-Star Game in 1961. The Dallas Texans traded Davidson to the Raiders after the 1961 season, however. And now we're going to get into a second connection that helped build the Kansas City Chiefs. The Cleveland Browns had released Len Dawson from their roster, and Hank Stram moved in to sign Dawson as the Texans' starting quarterback. This was because before Hank Stram worked as an assistant at SMU, he had played football at Purdue and later became an assistant coach for the Boilermakers. Len Dawson played quarterback at Purdue while Stram coached there, and the two built a great rapport with each other. When Dawson became available after being released by the Browns, Stram moved to make Dawson his starting quarterback. Dawson ended up leading the Texans-Chiefs franchise to the 1962 AFL Championship, the 1966 AFL Championship, and the 1969 AFL Championship. They are the only franchise to win three American Football League championships. They also defeated the Minnesota Vikings in Super Bowl IV. So you have the SMU connection going back to Lamar Hunt's college days and the Purdue connection getting back to Hank Stram's college days. Hank Stram also hired another Purdue grad, former Cleveland Browns receiver Pete Brewster, to his Kansas City Chiefs coaching staff. And you can hear Pete Brewster tell that story in the Pete Brewster episode of the Game Before the Money podcast, which is episode number 25. Although the Dallas Texans won the 1962 American Football League Championship, Lamar Hunt found trouble filling the stands at the Cotton Bowl, the stadium in which the Texans and the NFL's Dallas Cowboys shared to play their home games. The Cowboys proved a formidable opponent off the field in terms of establishing a fan base. Hunt moved the team to Kansas City, and he renamed the team the Chiefs after Kansas City's mayor, Harold Rowe Bartle, whose nickname was, you guessed it, Chief. One last note for you, the trade 
that sent Cotton Davidson to the Raiders resulted in the Texans getting the Raiders' first-round draft choice in the 1962 AFL draft. That turned out to be the first overall choice, and the Texans selected future Hall of Fame defensive lineman Buck Buchanan, who became a very important part of the team's defense in the years to come. That does it for this quick edition of 5 Minutes of Football History on the Game Before the Money podcast. Thanks so much for listening. In the coming weeks, we'll have documentaries on the 1958 NFL Championship game and also Super Bowl three with Upton Bell in parts two and three of the series about three games that changed the NFL. We've also got an episode coming up featuring stories from Hall of Famer Hugh McElhenney, otherwise known as The King. Please be sure to subscribe to the Game Before the Money podcast wherever you get your podcasts so you're sure not to miss out on any of these great upcoming episodes. Transcriptions of podcasts can be found at thegamebeforethemoney.com and are powered by our transcription partner, Sonics. That's S-O-N-I-X. Visit sonics.ai to learn more about their transcription services. 